Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. My name is Rebecca Chen. I'm an attorney with Ready and Newman, and I'll be doing the conference call for today. Um, Shruti, could you start our first question, please? Yeah, sure. Srujana? Can you please unmute, Srujana? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hi, my name is Srujana, and I have a newborn, and... Um, newborn baby and I'm trying to avoid uh, traveling out of the country. So here is my uh, current visa status because of which I'm requesting a solution for. So I my my six year H1 got expired on Feb 12, 2022 this year. And um, my I-140 wasn't approved within that uh, six month, six year uh, within Feb 12th. So I have a, uh, unused days of um, for five months so we applied for an, my employer applied for a h1 extension for that unused five months but the uscis um, sent out an rfe uh, for that uh, while waiting for that uh, my i-140 got approved uh, uh, within uh, within that period to to make sure um, uh, i am legally i'm legal legally staying in the country we even applied for uh, h4 h4 plus ead um but um that got uh, uh, due to payment issues that got denied and we had to resend the package for h4 ead again mm-hmm. um right now my i140 got approved and uh, to apply for the new three-year h1 we are not sure uh, based on what should we apply for the new h1 should it be on uh, the h4 ead that we have approved or should should it be on the rfe h1 that is a, that is in the pending status so the rfe for the h1 extension of 5 months is that already submitted the rfe response it's already no the rfe response is not submitted uh, what is the rfe asking about is it just asking for like proof of your travel dates or clarification of your travel dates? Uh, yes. Uh, in the five month period, uh, uh, one month is out of uh, country. That's fine. Uh, the five, other five months is like um, in between my jobs, I applied for H1 to H4, but the H that didn't got that didn't get approved and I had to withdraw the H4. Okay. So I uh, I applied for that five months as well, but they're not, uh, they're asking for, uh, they're saying that we'll apl- apply for only, uh, approve for okay. only one month. So your attorney not- should just respond to the RFE, you know, calculating all the dates and being clear on how they reached the five month calculation. In addition, I would probably have them include 
they can try this. It's not guaranteed to work, but they can include the I-140 approval notice and try to ask for the three-year extension in the RFE response. It's not guaranteed to work. USCIS isn't required to accept the approval, the I-140 approval at the RFE stage. Um, technically, the I-140 should be approved at the time that you're filing the extension, but I would give it a try anyway. So they can do that and respond to the RFE. In the meantime, your company can go ahead and start. Um, if it's not in premium processing, I recommend they file it in premium. And then once you find out the decision from that, the company can file another, start another H-1B extension with the I-140 approval asking for a full three years if they didn't grant it in this application. Because even if they only grant the five-month extension, it will only be valid until July. So you'll need to extend it again anyway. Yeah. So can we file the new H-1 based on the I-140 directly or should it definitely be on a valid H-1 or H-4? You need this pending extension to be approved in order to file another H-1B extension requesting the full three years. Because if your most recent one expired in February, technically right now, you're not in valid status. So you still need this current pending one with the RFE to be approved. Even if it's only approved until July, that's fine. Just make sure the next approval is filed before July. Um, the next uh, filed before July. Oh, Shruti, are you going to the next question? Yes, please. Mohammed? Yeah. Thanks, Rebecca. Thanks for your time. And actually, I'm on F1 from last three months. So parallelly, based on my experience and expertise, my employer, one of my employer applied H1 for me. So that's in the process and this year. So uh, my attorney suggested that we apply for a change of status with uh, approval of H1. So is that good to go or, uh, or should I complete my F1 totally and then apply for H1 approval with change of status? Yeah, and second question is, if I go for change of status with approval, H-1B approval, can I still complete my MBA here? Thank you. So is this um, a case that was selected in the lottery this year? Yes. Okay. Um, it's up to you. I mean, if you're not planning to travel, then usually it's easier to file it as a change of status because then you don't need to leave the country to get a visa stamp and in order to activate the H-1B. So usually if you don't have any international travel plans before October of this year, I would recommend just filing it as a change of status. You can continue studying while being on H-1B. You just have to make sure you're still working according to the terms in your H-1B application. If you can do that and you know, do you finish your MBA at the same time, that's fine. You can be studying while you're in H-1B as long as you are also working. If your plan is that you don't want to start working in H-1B until you've finished your program, then the company would need to file it in consular processing. Um, and then you would need to leave the country, go for visa stamping and get the H-1B visa stamp in order to activate it and start working. So if I directly go for H-1B approval, uh, with change of status, I can directly start working, correct? Is that correct? In um, October, so you're not on OPT right now, is that right? Yeah, I'm on F1. Yeah, so you would be able to start working October 1st if the H-1B change of status is approved by then. Oh, yeah. okay. Thank you. Sure, next question. 
Hi, uh, thank you for giving me this chance. Uh, I'm currently on H4 and my current H4 I797 and EAD are expiring on June 20th. I went to, I flew to Canada uh, last week for an uh, automatic revalidation, but the officer there did not give me I-94 based on my husband's newly approved I-797. I have two questions here. One is, my I-94 number has changed now. So does it impact my H-4 extension and EAD application, which was submitted in February 2022? No, um, it won't affect those pending applications. At most, what will happen is that there will be an I-94 mismatch because when you file the I-5 through 9, you have to include the I-94 number from your most recent entry. And of course, that's different from the I-94 number now from your most recent entry. It doesn't affect the ability of those applications to get approved and it doesn't affect your status. Okay. But um, the only thing is that when there is an I-94 mismatch like that, if you try to get a new driver's license or sometimes renew a driver's license or get a social security number, those the federal systems with the I-94 numbers, if there's a mismatch, they may not give you the driver license renewal or social security number. So to fix that, you would need to travel and come in again. But so as I, far as applications and your status, fine. Yeah, I should not, I mean, I do not need to send any information to USCIS uh, for as far as my application is concerned because now I-94 yeah. has changed? No, and unless they send you an RFE asking for anything related to your I-539, most likely if you try to send something in, to match up with your pending mm -hmm. application file, it won't get matched up. Um, most of the time, they will only match it up if there's an RFE. Um, okay, so so at this point, I, I, there is nothing which I should be doing uh, as far as those applications are concerned. Right, unless, of course, if uh, you traveled for the purpose of trying to get the auto extension, I assume, and I guess for whatever reason, Canada didn't allow it. Um, we have, but, you know, advised a lot of people and um, have heard from a lot of people who have been successful doing that traveling to and from Mexico. So I don't know if that's something you want to, but if you don't want to, um, you know, travel again, then it would just be a matter of waiting for those applications to get approved. And does it anyhow impact H4 extension of my daughter? Because I traveled alone and my and my daughter application was submitted together and only my 94 has changed. Hers has not changed. She was here in country. That's fine. It won't impact her application. Um, Rebecca, I'm, I'm back right now. Okay. Thank, thank you. Thank you for taking. Sure. Next caller, please. Raj. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, Raj, go ahead. Hey, thanks, Rahul. Um, so I, I got a visa appointment uh, for some time in uh, July uh, for my spouse and daughter. Um, we didn't know that uh, we were waiting for this uh, combo card, EAD, AP combo card, but we just received that a couple of uh, like weeks ago. Um, now, because I didn't get the appointment and it, that visa appointment drop box was only for the spouse and kid, uh, we thought, okay, we will go ahead and use the advance parole to come back in. Um, now, with the appointment uh, that's already there, to, is it okay to have that open or cancel it or does Excellent. it impact? Cancel it. Cancel okay. it. Let somebody else take the time. Okay. And then Don't, while... So the second question is when I... And I still have my H1 valid uh, for one more year. I understand when I come back, it doesn't impact the H1 status. But in no, case if I... Uh, yeah. But in case if I want to switch to EAD for say six months uh, and then take another 
uh, job while continuing with my primary employer. Um, uh, and then if I need to go switch back to H1, I, I can go back to Mexico and come back to right. be back on You're H1, right. isn't it? You're right. Next okay. person, please. Uh, hi. Uh, so uh, we have applied for uh, EB1 uh, GC in back in April 2021. Till now, we, we received our combo card, but there is no process. Did you say EB1, EB1C? Yes, EB1C. Okay. Keep going. Yes. Uh, so still, till now, we didn't get our green card, but uh, we got the combo card, which is EAD and uh, AP. Uh, our EB, it was a EB2. First, it was initially we had it in EB2, but uh, the lawyer said uh, went ahead and applied for EB1C and he ported 485J as well. Uh, the priority date is April, uh, like July wait, 2013. Wait, 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 wait. So, so, so first, mm -hmm. you filed, you filed EB1C I140 in 2021. When did yes. you file the 485? Same, uh, like uh, the 140 was in February. And we filed for 485 in April. April of which year? 2021. When you filed 485, you filed under EB1 or EB, EB2, I-140? EB1C, EB1C. Okay, got the point. Keep going with the question. Uh, so we didn't get the approval till now about the GC. And mm -hmm. it is in the National Benefit Center. Uh, mm -hmm. Right now, our EB2 dates are also current. So mm -hmm. should we go ahead and apply in the EB2 category if there may be a luck for the green card or should we just- Absolutely, you should, apply, you should apply for EB3 category because EB1C, you never know whether you're going to get the approval or not. Okay. So we should that's apply for EB2, EB2485. EB2485, right? that's right. Okay, yeah, thank you. Next person, please. Sumar. Someone? Go for the next caller. Divya? Hi, Rahul. Um, we applied uh, for EB3 downgrade in 2020 and um, it is still pending. I-140 is pending. We got travel document and advanced uh, EAD. So now uh, our dates are again current in EB2. So we did a new EB2 refile mm -hmm. and we did another I-140 and it got approved in premium a few days ago. And uh, our so question you is... Another, is another I-140, what do you mean another I-140? You already yeah, downgraded we, You already yeah. downgraded in some 2020. Yeah, we downgraded EB3, EB2 to EB3 and EB2 was there like uh, company B acquired company. That scenario, when I spoke to you last time, you ah, said... Okay. You know, uh, you know, use the okay. same one because it's a different company name. So again, we applied EB2 with the new company name and it got approved a few days ago. And mm -hmm. we filed, to, um, I mean, we did a concurrent filing and then we upgraded to premium and it got approved. So okay. my EB, EB485 and uh, travel document and EAD are all pending. I got the receipt notice. So can I travel with the EB, EB3, which I applied in 2020? If I travel to India, uh, will it be any problem to the new EB2485 I did recently? When is your H1Bs and uh, H4s expiring? My I got H1 extension and it got extended until 2025. You'll be fine. You, you can travel with the EB31. You'll be fine. 
and my husband can also travel his h4 is still pending yeah. and uh, he, he, he didn't travel he can travel he can travel and his h4 will be approved after he comes back okay thank you rahul bye next person please patel uh hi uh, thanks for taking my call uh, my priority date is uh, december 2011 in eb2 i downgraded mm-hmm. to eb3 in december 2020 uh, 140 is not yet approved i received ad ap card from eb3 downgrade uh, i also filed aos in eb2 in november 2021 parallel so mm-hmm. my question is uh, can my wife use eb3 ap to travel and come back to us even though I one forty is not approved. And uh, when is the H four expiry? H one year H four expiry. It still has one year validity, May twenty. Uh, I don't. I don't see any problem in her traveling advance at all, because what they are doing right now is the H four. They are still saying it's active, even though you traveled in advance for it. Okay. Okay. So even though one forty is not approved, there is no issue, right? Problem in her traveling. Even though EB three eleven forty is not approved, EB two is pending, and she has till next year she can travel. Ah, it's for extension is pending. She can still travel. Next person, please. Satya. Satya. Vishwas. Rahul, just a quick question without taking much time. We applied uh, um, uh, as a family. Uh, three members has been approved last week. My two kids and my wife. My wife was the primary, and uh, my application has not been processed yet. Is there any reason? Uh, we see that very. I mean, almost like five to ten percent of the time right now. maybe the file may have got separated that could be but sometimes they interview one family member if they feel that they want to only interview one one family member they could still do that okay so what happened we also applied for ead renewal in uh, january three members of our family got ead renewal next month which is 3 4 weeks and mine has not been arrived yet ead renewal Yeah, uh, it looks like your file got somewhere missed out mm-hmm. right now. So, is there any way I can reach out to them and ask them to look into uh, this? Unless, unless it process a processing time, you can't. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Okay. And what, Next person. Subha. Hi Rahul, and uh, this is Subha here. Uh, thanks for time and. Uh, my parents are here on b2 um uh, you know they their i94 is valid till may 26 i'm filing i539 for extension is there a valid reason um, we can uh, request to get it approved not, we do not recommend extending the b2 visas because if it's been denied either uh-huh. they travel while the while the biometrics are not been issued and they travel their b2 uh-huh. extension be denied because of that the passport visa becomes absolute then you have to apply for the passport visa again okay so unless you want it yeah. like a one way and then they should never come back into this country you should not opt the option of extending the b2 so you are suggesting there is no way we can apply for extension 
I did not say no way. If you want your parents to be not coming ever into the United States, you can go ahead and do it. No, no, that's not the intention, right? So they have multi-entry B2. So if you want to keep that open, the best way is ask them to travel back and then come back. That's that's better. And they should not come back immediately though. Remember yeah. that they have been given a visiting visa to visit the United States. Not and is there any wait time, Rahul? Um, is there any wait times for, like if we go ahead and apply 539, for biometrics to come, is there a wait time? But the problem is sometimes the biometrics are not even coming in six months. Right. And then they're denying the B2. Right. I don't and know and what then when they come back, can they still show the receipt numbers that, that like, you know, we applied in a timely if manner? The B, if the yeah. B2 is denied, they may put in the detention and after two or three days, they may send them back. Recently, one of the women that was sent back, she died in the airlines. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Because once the passport visa is cancelled, they're not supposed to travel. Next person, please. Please. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, this is Hamid here. I got my green card just this weekend. Even though my priority date is not current, my date is actually October 18, 2013. So, in one of the calls I had heard you saying that uh, we should inform USCIS about it. That uh... I didn't say. I said have a private consultation though. Um, you can book an appointment. I'll discuss with you. Did you ever had any I one forty approval with a different company? I did. No, no. I've been with the same company for the past ten years. I, mean, I never moved. Okay. I, I, I want you to make an appointment, uh, and then we'll discuss privately. Okay? okay. Okay. Don't contact the USCIS. Okay. No, I haven't. I haven't. Okay. Thank, Thank you. Next person, please. Shri. Hey, Rahul. Yes, sir. Yeah, Rahul. Uh, thing is, you know, uh, I'm the situation like an H4, H4 EAD is pending. Uh, I applied for the expedite request as I work in a hospital. So uh, they approved my uh, expedite request for EAD and they denied my H4 visa extension, but nothing, the case is not moving. So I have my, uh, through my spouse, uh, 2020 downgraded, uh, you know, uh, EAD and advanced payroll that till now we didn't use. And also we refiled recently and uh, EB2 as the dates are current. So we got a receipt and everything, uh, you know, but uh, my question wait, is- in Wait, they approved yeah. the H4 EAD? No, 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 no. they're not approved. They uh, It's still pending. Advanced, uh, the expedite request they approved, that means they accepted my request. But uh, case is still pending since one, one more than a month. I called twice. They told me. Okay, got the point. So you have the 485 EAD though. Yeah, that that's you the filed with the, But you filed. You can use it. There is, we feel that there is some small element of risk. If you use it, they may tell you that you may get stuck with EB31, but I'll be very surprised. If I were you, I would use the EAD. So uh, the, what is going to happen if I use, uh, will fall under EB3, which is still pending or EB2, which is- No, it, it will still be, it will still be EB2. There is a slight risk there, but I'll take the risk if I were you. Okay. So if I use, I'll fall in EB3, but uh, my wife will be- in I didn't say, I didn't say that you will fall in EB3. You okay. kept on going back and saying that one for me. Okay. So I can use, right? In case in the bad situation- Small element of risk. Okay. I said it, you have a less than 10% chance of risk for EB3. Okay, okay. So under your circumstances, I take the risk. 
Yeah, is there any possibility like yeah, if I write a letter through the congressman or senator? Uh, I don't know how to. I don't know how to explain the EADs. I don't know how to expect any applications, guys. Please don't contact me for that. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. Sure. Um. Yes. Can you? Yes. Go ahead. Be sure. I can't hear you, Kishore. Oh yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah, better God. Yeah, um, my wife H4 and H4 EAD got expired in November 2021, and we applied for only H4 renewal. I mean, she was not working at the time, though she got uh, H4 EAD. Um, mm -hmm. But we applied uh, for my H1B extension and uh, her uh, H4 renewal, but not the EAD. And that H4 got approved uh, during uh, 2020, uh, I mean, 22 March. Um, but in the meantime, I moved my company uh, from A to B and uh, we filed a transfer and H4 transfer and uh, uh, EAD2, both are pending. Mm -hmm. uh, now mm -hmm. the question is like, uh, because of the new role, they said like it is, EAD's got automatic extension for, Five forty days. So I was just wondering, like, uh, whether that now is not that is not applicable. She doesn't have an EAD. She she must have an EAD. You must file an extension no. before the EAD expires. Oh, okay. So her EAD probably expired long time ago. Right. And you didn't file the extension before it expired. So that rule is not applicable to you. Oh, okay. okay. Next person. Thank you. Suman? Satya? Puneet? Hi, hi Rahul. I have two questions regarding stamping. Yes, Puneet. Okay, so Go what ahead. happened is I was looking dates in India, but there are no dates for stamping for H1 and H4 for next one year. Mm -hmm. And I'm eligible for Dropbox. Can I take my appointments in normal course like interview? If you're eligible for Dropbox, why do you want to go for the normal interview? Because there are no dates for Dropbox for next one year. Ah... Yes. They will they will they will keep on coming though. You'll have to just keep on refreshing it. Okay, so you 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 don't say that. So you're not saying that appear for interview and go go for it. If they allow you to, you can do so. But <laughs> okay. Okay. Allow you, you can do so. Okay. okay. My next question, uh, just one more question, uh, Rahul. So can we travel to Mexico? Are they taking foreign nationals for H1, H4 stamping? Very limitedly. Very, very limitedly they are taking. And they are cancelling the appointments very frequently. Oh, so that option is ruled out, you can say? Can I did say not that? say ruled out. You can try. Okay, you can try. Okay. Next okay. question. 90% of questions are on travel. Uh, yeah, hi Rahul. So, so uh, I spoke to you last week as well and uh, my husband's I-485 got approved uh, on Friday. But the thing is, he had never submitted the medicals at any point. Neither did we get RFE. 
so will there be any problem in the future without medicals or should we have to tell them about it ah that's a good question but i if i were you i will not do anything like that okay and okay. secondly like uh, my uh, case is still uh, you know pending so any idea how long after the primaries is approved will the dependent uh, application be approved like a rough um rough average? it could it could be that his is not approved it could be yours will be approved too okay there is a good chance for it but as i was pointing out to the other person throughout 5 10% of the time the file is getting separated somewhere and it may take one week it may take 10 days it may even take one year for you to get that approval let me ask you one other question though uh the, are, what visa status you are in so i am on f1 visa status so i had plans of moving to h4 but now that he has already got the green card approved i don't know like uh, what to do yeah now there is not now there is no h4 yeah you will have to wait for the green card man there is nothing you can do right now i mean uh, the only other thing you can do is you can file you can file one more i130 and 485 but i don't think so that's needed for you okay sure okay yeah thank you next person please rate hi i have a, a quick question for the h4ead related thing my h1 was approved on january 18 2022 and uh, my h4 uh, wife's and uh, daughter's h4 visa was approved on april 4 2022 whereas the h4 eid we filed before that like during month of february we had filed um, and uh, since she was on a project we went to laredo and uh, we got like 3 months i94 till valid till july 7 so my question is now does is she eligible for this 540 rule okay So her H four I ninety four has been extended until what time? July seven, twenty twenty two. July seven, this year, twenty twenty two. But you, uh, when did this Laredo thing happen? This happened in the last month, last uh, week of March. That time her H four was uh, not approved. That time, only so my H one B was. So now the H four is approved. When is the H four expiring? it's expiring on uh, 28 of 2024 november 2024 november so, and uh, when is her ead expired her ead expired on april 7th 2022 and you filed extension before that yes i did during february 8 2022 okay so she is eligible for 540 days so should we like get a document or anything or is this automatic sir it's automatic you don't need to get anything you can print okay, out thank- that online thing okay Next thank person. you thank you ram pranuti hi rahul thank you for your time i have a quick question regarding the 180 days time that will reset once you enter file you mentioned that if you switch companies earlier uh there's a 50 50 chance that you may get your gc or you get stuck in eb3 so based on what details is this being guessed the reason i'm First asking all, yeah good question the question is there is no logic for how they put that 180 day rule though 
That's number one. Number two is who is checking whether you're working with the same company or not? Right. That's the second thing. Third thing is that even if you're not working, if the company has not withdrawn the offer, we could say that, hey, they did not withdraw the offer. Even though I was not working, they did not withdraw the offer until, uh, until, uh, until 180 days. So we have all these arguments though, okay. that are in favor, except the web statement what they have says that, yeah, you can't, but I don't know where they came. The reason I'm asking is because I filed for an FOIA and I found that the uh, officer who checked my file, he struck off the E37 and put me under E26, which tells me that he's not considering me under EB3, but uh, uh, reviewed this That's at good. EB2. That's good. So that, is that a good sign that I can move on to the next offer? That part, I don't know. I will still, uh, I will still wait for the 180 days. I mean, if you want to be safe, it's 50-50. Okay. Thank you. You want to, you want to be the guinea pig, you can be a guinea pig. Thank you. Okay. Next question, please. Venkata Ramanan. Yeah. Hi, thank you. Um, I have a question on uh, H4 EAD auto renewal. Uh, mm -hmm. My H4 um, EAD 994 were expiring on uh, were expired on April 15th th this year, and I applied for uh, the renewals uh, for H4 EAD back in November 2021. Mm -hmm. uh, I have my H4 approved on April 8th, uh, just a week before its expiry, and uh, since um, I didn't get the the 797A form um, on that day, and I had to quit working um, on 15 from 16th of April onwards, so. Um, and I've been on leave for the last one month or so. Uh, with this so auto renewal. So you mean to say you got the EAD approval, but not the H4 approval? No, no, no. I have the H4 approval mm -hmm. on April 8th. My EAD mm -hmm. was still pending. Mm -hmm. And uh, today, uh, just today, I got the um, notice that EAD is also approved. Now, mm -hmm. my question is uh, uh, should I wait? Till I get the EAD card to join before I join back, or can I just join back uh, before uh, I receive that itself? You when did your this is an EAD extension, is it right? Yes. If this is an EAD extension, when was uh, when was uh, when, when 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 did your EAD expired? My EAD expired on April fifteenth of this year. Yeah, you are definitely eligible for. Uh, you're definitely eligible for 540 days extension, even though even if your EAD is not approved. Oh, okay, but but the, the concern was uh, my H4 was not approved until April 8th, and I didn't get the oh, that's copy. Fine. That's fine. That's fine. It's approved oh, okay. right now, so you're eligible for 540 days. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. And and uh, I can cut. I can start working from tomorrow onwards. Is it? Yeah, absolutely, you can. Next person, please. All right, thank you. Nandan? Hi, Rahul. Thanks for your time. Uh, so basically, my case, adjustment of status case, changed from <clears throat> interview on schedule to interview cancelled and notice ordered. Can you please explain what that means? They cancel the interview. They're going to resend interview notice, though. For example, if the officer is busy on that day, wants to take a leave on that day, he just will cancel it and reschedule it again. Okay. So basically last week I requested my 485 um, 
copy on FIA, is this triggers any issue or no? No, it has nothing to do with that. Okay, thank you. Sudhakar? Hi, um, hi Raul. Uh, I was on L1B visa. Recently it got changed to L1A and it is uh, recently filed. And I'm yet to get the approval. But uh, there is a chance I need to go back to India as my project is going to end. Uh, mm-hmm. Overall, uh, I'm uh, by this creating, it will be five years. But uh, recently I got uh, H1, it got picked. So if, if it gets approval, so whether I can continue on H1 because for the last five years I'm, I'm on L1 visa. So this five years will be counted in H1 or? With yes, five, five years will be counted in the H1. Okay, even though I was in L1A, uh, L1B. one okay. Yes, that will be, L period will be counted towards the, L period will be counted towards the, uh, uh, towards the H1B. So if I need to work on H1, so I need to go back to India and I need to stay for one year, then I need to come back. No, you have, you have one year, you can work for one year. But after that, I need to go. Okay. After that, you have to go. Why don't you apply the green card? Uh, the, my project is going to end, uh, so I may need to go back to India. So there are different ways that you can apply for the green card. You need to think about it. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Next yeah. person, you you may want to plan the things properly uh, because there are different different ways of getting the green card filed, though. Okay. Next person, please. Santosh. Hey Rahul, uh, this is Santosh. I uh, have a few questions. Uh, right now, my priority date is uh, February 2012. And um, my uh, wife is plan- she's on H-1B visa and she's a derivative on my application. Uh, she's planning to visit India next month. So right now, since our applic- uh, priority date is current and if she travels India, do you think our GC approval process gets delayed because of this travel? No, it will not. Okay. Okay, and I have another question. So right now her advance, uh, she got EAD, but her advance payroll is still pending. So if mm-hmm. advance payroll is still pending, can she travel to India? She can, but her advance payroll might be denied. If that happens, then she have to reapply advance payroll. Oh, Next okay. and last Thank person. Thank you. Yes, sir. Hello, uh, my, my, I have a question regarding the H4 540 day rule. But I did get answer earlier, but I just want a confirmation. So, so basically, uh, my uh, my employer applied for my H1 and my wife's H4 extension back in uh, 2021 March, and then I did get my H1 extended right away. But my wife it took till December for her H4 mm-hmm. to get extended. Uh, mm-hmm. Once she got her H4 extended, I did apply for her H4 EAD. But the mm-hmm. problem was like. Her earlier H4 uh, EAD got expired in May of last year. So she, uh, now, May- now, if the EAD has expired and you have filed the extension after yes. the EAD expired, that 540-day rule is not applicable to you. So we need to wait until it gets approved. EAD gets approved, yes. Okay. Thank you, Rahul. Thank you, guys. The next conference call will be to re- tomorrow. Sorry, we can take all the people. Uh, tomorrow will be the next conference call.
Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.